met this uh, guest before America Online was a thing. I think she still might have been in elementary school at the time. Over the years, it's been so amazing seeing all the things that she has accomplished. From designing clothing, I think, and like studying abroad, working at the Met, and then switching it up and literally doing a job where she gets to travel all around the world. I would like to welcome a hero I call by their first name, Amber. Hey, I'm excited. That was a really nice intro. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah. So I just want to say thank you for doing this. Um, you know, I really appreciate taking out your, the, uh, the time to do this after working a, a red eye shift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So, you know, this podcast is just, uh, you know, it's, you know, just a way for me to show appreciation to people that, you know, I know in my life and, um, you know, as a resource for language learners to, you know, have an opportunity to listen to, you know, just natural conversations between friends. So I really appreciate mm. you uh, do- doing this. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. Okay, awesome. Awesome. <laughs> and nervous. Oh. I'm nervous. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's okay. Don't be, everybody's nervous. It's okay. Don't be, it's all right. It's okay. all good. It's all good. Um, so, so yeah, you know, um, so yeah, let's kind of talk about our history, like travel down memory lane. So we're okay. both from Brentwood, right? Yes, good old Brentwood. <laughs> So, home so yeah, sweet home. yeah, it's crazy. Um, you know, uh, and, um, you know, so you're uh, a sister of one of, of uh, one of the guests, uh, I think Matt from episode 11. Actually, Matt's episode wasn't 11, but two separate episodes, 12.1 and 12.2. Ah, word. Thanks, Siri. No problem. I got you. Right. right. So, yeah, yeah. So I remember going over to your guy's place. Um, what, this must have been which 90, one? Um, uh, on Taft Street, not the yeah, basement. Taft, oh. yeah, the basement on oh. Taft. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Man, yeah, you guys were so young. Yeah, so I think this was ninety three, ninety four. Oh, jeez. So how old were you then? So we, we were like four, uh, I would have we been eleven. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. I would have been like eleven. <laughs> That's nuts. just goofy, just goofy, and eleven years old. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah. How, how, how was it growing up? You know, in in in, uh, in, in Brentwood, Brentwood for you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I think we were always kind of uh, on the weirder side for Brentwood. Mm-hmm. Just kind of a little bit. I mean, you know, we liked comics and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So Brentwood was tough. It was, it was tough growing up. I wouldn't cha- change anything about that mm-hmm. though, because you know, Brentwood shaped us. And yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be the person I am without Brentwood. But yeah, it was a tough, it was a tough neighborhood growing up. Yeah, it was, especially um, where you guys lived, right? Because it was right. Yeah. What road is that? Um, with all the, uh, all the, 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 like Jack in the Box and. Oh yeah, that's, what road is uh, that? that's off of Washington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because that you yeah, know that right at the crux. Yeah, man, like that that area was pretty gangster, man. It like, was on the north side. It yeah. still is. It's really. Is. Yeah, I don't think it's not as bad as the south side of Brentwood, though. Mm-hmm. But yeah, north side can. I mean, all of Brentwood. You tell somebody who's from <laughs> Long Island, like where you're from, you're like, oh, you're from Brentwood. Like what? Yeah. How do you how do you survive? How did you make it out? I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, Skin of my teeth. <laughs> so, 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 yeah. So, um, 
So I, yeah, so you guys always lived in Brentwood, or did you live somewhere else bef- we, before? Well, we came from Nyack as oh. you know, as little little kids, Nyack yeah. up on the Hudson. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, I mean, we've been in Brentwood since I guess we were six, maybe six, seven. Wow. So yeah, most of our lives we spent in Brentwood, and a lot of our family is in Brentwood. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, that's awesome. So um. So, yeah. So, like, what did you do, like, uh, like in in school? Like, what, what like, what were your hobbies? I, I never asked you. This um. Before. Yeah. So I drew. I mm-hmm. I drew. I was in like advanced art classes. Okay. Um, from a really young age, and sense, yeah. yeah, I was always drawing, and I had a lot of teachers kind of backing me on that. I had one in particular, Mr. Rohash, who pushed me into fashion illustration Mm -hmm. and uh he kind of helped me get into fit early so i started i started classes at fit like full all day long drawing classes at fit when i was 16 yeah that's right because i remember when you guys moved into your house you'd always have your 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 fashion like uh your like your, your clothing design right in your room yeah well yeah so i you know i wasn't too much into the design portion okay. of it, I really was into illustrating people and oh. and the way that the body kind of moves in space. So that was like a real the love for me. Fashion came a little bit later, just being at FIT and like, I mean, you couldn't help but get involved in that mm-hmm. aspect mm-hmm. of it. Um, and we had a choice to go into fashion illustration or general illustration, and I didn't have. I didn't at that time. I didn't have like the draftsman skills to go into general illustration, and so I. And because I was obsessed with the body, I was doing a lot of life drawing. Fashion illustration was more my speed. Okay. So. So what what does that mean again? You said um, what was it? Gen, gen, general. General you have a- general illustration is like. Um, um, you know, book illustration, uh-huh. actually comic book illustration also, I which I loved comic book illustration, but mm-hmm. panels and concepts and things like that just wasn't really, I didn't have a head for it. And I was really more obsessed with um, rendering and and people. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so getting into fashion illustration was more my avenue cool that's really cool yeah i I never yeah i don't know much about like that kind of stuff so it's really cool hearing because like when you look at like comic panels they're like different camera angles right and and yeah kind of telling a story through you know like how far your pen because i you know i went to school for film for a little bit so Mm -hmm. yeah like you know wide shots and close shots right and you're trying to Mm -hmm. but you were more interested in literally just like the three-dimensional space and and how the body body, yeah. yeah Yeah, I just was like obsessed with making everything look as real as possible. You know, I just was like really obsessed with um, God. What do you call that? that? Well, illustrating the uh, illustrating people and mm-hmm. um, other artists are into like fantastic realism and things like that. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to to draw people. Yeah, and I still yeah. do. Like, I'm still kind of obsessed with with that aspect of illustrating and drawing but 
I also, when I left FIT, I didn't have, it was like feast or famine in the mm-hmm. art world. So I had to, I had so many odd jobs. I had to choose. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So what did you do? So, so r- real quick before we move to the, to the jobs, right? So yeah. you, you were always, you know, doing art. You had a, you know, a really supportive teacher that kind yeah, of pushed yeah, yeah. you. Um, so can you just really briefly, like, um, how did um yeah mr rojas like how how did cause I, me- I think i remember him um yeah like how did he support you like what 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 were some things that you really like valued or that really made an well, impact on you you yeah. know he, he was hard on me and, mm-hmm. and i do respond to kind of like tough tough love you know mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. W- when it comes to art and uh he I, I remember one day he was like are you serious about this because you can go somewhere with this and uh, he's like, I'll help you in any way that I can, but you have to be, I mean, take it seriously because mm-hmm. you have a talent. And he's like, it would be a shame for it to go to waste. And at that time, I was spending the majority of my schedule down that hallway in DiPietro, just mm-hmm. like in that art hallway. You <laughs> yeah, know? Man. I was just like haunting it forever. And, uh, you know, we did art shows and stuff like that. And, and he did help. He sat down with me and helped me um, get into that program when I was 16 at FIT. Wow. That's so and, cool. Uh, yeah. And, and it was crazy because I thought he really disliked me. Like, <laughs> Really? Really? He was that hard? Yeah. <laughs> he was real, real hard on me. And uh, but he was always putting my work like in the windows and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. um, wow. I had a real respect for him because he might have, he actually might not have liked me, but like he really respected. <laughs> you, yeah, your talent, right? You respected that. Yeah, skill. And he, I, yeah. And I think he also wanted to have his name associated with it because it was getting, you know, I won South Bay or whatever, and mm-hmm. it was getting to be pretty popular. Wow. Um, wow. That's so cool. Yeah. So. Yeah. Something interesting about, I think, um, art in general, like music. Um, so, you know, you know, I did like music and stuff and it's funny, mm-hmm. like how if you get a little burn, like, you know, s- some, um, you know, like the old heads or like, you know, in Japanese, we would call like senpai, right? Um, like, mm-hmm. the, like your seniors, um, you know, like they, even if they might not like you, like they, they, they still try to roll with you because, you know, they, <laughs> they get props yeah. for it. Right. They can, you know, exactly. yeah, yeah. That's interesting. I also think, but I also think he didn't want to see me fall to the wayside, mm-hmm. especially in in the town that we grew up yeah, in. It would have been easy. Yeah, it would have been easy for me to make a left turn. And I was working at that time. So I would be working at the mall, mm-hmm. leave the mall or, or leave school and go straight there. Mm-hmm. You know, so I was like, I had my hand in a lot of yeah. um, adult type of behaviors, you know, mm-hmm. with the job and everything like that. Mm-hmm. So where did you work? I worked at I worked at G and G in the mall. Do you oh, remember really? G and G? Yeah, God. yeah. That's crazy, man. Yeah, I, were, I had like I had three jobs in the mall, man. When <laughs> I, I, like EB Games, right? Um, remember Mister Rags? Mister um, Rags. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I worked at Pretzel Time for a little bit. I worked at Nathan Hot Dogs. Man, and uh, one of Pretzel my favorite. Time. Yeah. <laughs> It's like just butter, butter uh, dough. <laughs> so unhealthy, man. Um, and uh, my favorite job, though, is I worked. I f- um, what was that art? Um, 
the uh they they, they sold like um they, they framed your pictures and they sold like posters and stuff like art wasn't posters. it called picture time oh no yeah. it was called um picture something um yeah if it comes didn't to they t- yeah. didn't they take pictures there like you could take photographs there for like your passport and things like that or are we talking about mr spencer's no, no, that might, that might have been Mr. Spencer. This was that they would just sell like, you know, be like a Caravaggio oh. and uh, then, you know, some kind of. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I do remember that place. Yeah, it was so cool because all I did, I worked in the back and I just framed people would order a picture or they would have like a graduation photo and, you know, I just put it on like the, the, the foam thing and I, you know, cut the frame. That's measured cool. it. Yeah, it was a cool chilled out job. Yeah, it was uh, one of my favorite jobs. Um, hmm. Yeah, it was it was it was awesome. I mean, it, when it got busy, it sucked. And if or if you like um, messed up a measurement of a frame, <laughs> then you have to like yeah, that could me- yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and but yeah, it was a really it was a really neat job, and I learned a lot about art. And that's actually when I went to Suffolk, um, I, I took some art classes because of that job. So I got to know like all mm-hmm. the, the the cool names like you know Rembrandt and like you know mm-hmm. uh, whatever you know I forgot most of it. But I really like Caravaggio because. <laughs> He used to paint on a black canvas, right? He would paint the whole canvas yeah. black and then paint the picture on that to have like those deep shadows, right? Yeah, Caravaggio did some um, beautiful, dark, um, baroque, heavy pieces, but mm-hmm. also very um, delicate in the way that he treated his his subject matter. You know, mm-hmm. just really soft, but but dark on the back end. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's my he was my my favorite uh, favorite guys. A lot of emotion in Caravaggio's work. Yeah. So, all right, cool, cool. So, all right, so, you know, you got, you know, so like that, that kind of hard love, that, 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 that push, yeah. you were, you know, you know, doing adult stuff. I think all of us were, right? Because we, we, yeah, we just had to make money, man, because we didn't know. Oh, you didn't have was. a choice. There was yeah. no way. Like, my dad was like, you, I can't, <laughs> yeah. I cannot bankroll you forever. It's time yeah. now. It's yeah. time. Yeah. But, yeah. um, but yeah, yeah, I did. I I was working. It was what was I sixteen at going into FIT in the city mm-hmm. by myself. Mm-hmm. Wow. Just you know, try you know, sh- it was a struggle. I don't. I couldn't do it now. I, mm-hmm. I when I think really? back on it, I'm like, how did I ever? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Well, we, you know, we're getting up there, man. I mean, Woo! <laughs> we don't got the energy. <laughs> I have no energy at all. <laughs> For None. real, man. Even if I think too much about something, I'm like, I gotta sit down. I gotta sit down Facts. and think about it. <laughs> Facts. It's All like, right. let me take a vitamin C and <laughs> and then revisit this situation. For real, man. For real. Oh man. All right, cool. So, all right. So you the the did FIT and um yeah really briefly yeah. like like um yeah but you know so like if can you can, can you explain just like briefly your experience in in FIT maybe for students yeah. who don't know. Yeah what it is and you know it is a pretty prestigious and you know difficult school to get into and then yeah you can talk about the jobs the odd jobs that you had uh, yeah well FIT was difficult and when I talk to my friends from FIT it's like you had to take seven classes to make 20 credits so it wasn't (laughs) like the typical you know each class would be one and a half credit and you would be in there all damn day long like and and it really wasn't it wasn't the typical college type of experience. This was like a really serious art school. The mm-hmm. programs were really serious, really intense. The teachers were, if you can imagine, like New York artist types, like super intense. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and also tough on you. So, you know, I had a few teachers that was like, oh, we're going to trade fisticuffs if you talk to me crazy one more time. Like, yeah, (laughs) I had (laughs) I had a teacher. I won't say his name because he's pretty popular in Mm. fashion illustration. He um, and I tell this story all the time and people think it's crazy. We had an assignment to draw a celebrity mm-hmm. and and I I draw photorealistic you know portraits mm-hmm. so they take a long time to do um, I get obsessive about them and mm-hmm. so I chose James Dean a black okay. and white James Dean to draw and um, and this teacher I had no idea he had a crush on James Dean and he was really excited about the piece and we would have to do like meetings about where you were at with the piece. Yeah. Yeah. And so he takes me outside of the room. He's reviewing my work. And do you know this man? (laughs) He took, he took my piece and he threw the sketches up in the air, like at my face and was like, you can't do this. He's like, you're better than this. You can't do this to me. Oh my God. And then walked away from me. It's like a movie. It was it's like a movie. It was like yeah. It was like a movie. So many instances of my life have been like that too. Like what the? F- just me standing it, in the hallway. You just stand like, there, what? like <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> what happened? What happened? He was evil, but he also was. He was hard on me, and it was for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I still to this day like really do respect him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because he was right. I was slacking and I thought, you know, who the fuck, you know, who you, who do you think you are? You know, just yeah, that yeah. kind of cockiness that comes with youth yep. that you don't really, you yeah. think you're right about everything. But, but no, I was, I was in the wrong and he was right and I could do better and I did do better and I respect him now still. Wow. Wow. Um, but, but yeah, man, it was tough. <laughs> FIT was tough. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds, yeah, it, it sounds tough because I, I think um, a few of our friends. Yeah, um, tried I was in a class. Go. Well, yeah. I was in classes with with Phil Young. Yeah, really? Okay, okay. <laughs> From episode one, yeah, yeah. And hilarious, <laughs> Phil Young was hilarious at FIT. Yeah, he would come to class in a gas mask, just like, "What are we doing, <laughs> Phil? What are we doing?" Oh man, dude, I love that guy, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, and, yeah, and I think Adam. Yeah went yeah well yeah yeah well didn't he i think he ended up going to sva sva sorry that's what it was yeah SVA. but he might he might have i don't know if he started at fit or not yeah. but i think he, I think he ended up as well yeah yeah it was a tough school it was mm-hmm. a tough one we had another friend and he and i went um for portfolio review and at fit if they liked your portfolio you would meet with a bunch of teachers if they liked your portfolio you would get admitted right away or you would get rejected on mm-hmm. the spot, just on the strength of your portfolio and a drawing test. Mm-hmm. So uh, me and this this guy, I won't say his name because that's mm-hmm. probably not my business to tell, mm-hmm. but he, um, we went in together and he was one of the best artists in our school mm-hmm. and he didn't get in. Wow. And I, I, I was like stunned, but a lot of it had to do with the fact that I was already taking courses there, that I was already mm-hmm. into a lot of life drawing classes and stuff like that. But, but yeah, it was a tough school. It was wow. a tough one to get into. And it was a tough one to, um, to stay in too. It was like, 
every every class I wanted to quit every yeah. single. It's it sounds like man. If I if I you know made something and created something and <laughs> some dude was just like. <laughs> Man, he threw it in my face. And the fact that he was like the same height as me made it even more dramatic. It was like. <laughs> oh, my gosh, man. I mean, oh, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't, I don't know how I would I would react. I mean, I think I'm similar to you is like I would just want to prove them wrong. Right. I'll just be like, oh, yeah. OK. OK, motherfucker. Like, yo. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, now now it's serious. <laughs> now it's on. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because we. Yeah. Because um, like. Part of real quick, part of my job is you know like motivation. Which with I guess we can go into language learning a little bit too, but mm-hmm. um, you know it's you know like learning a language is you know it's an emotional thing because there's lots of yeah. failure and, and mistakes. So we talk about different types of motivation and demotivation and and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but everybody's different, you know. Some people it breaks, some people it doesn't. But um, yeah. I I guess like based on your experience at FIT, how did that paint? your experience after you graduated because you, you mentioned you know that you had some odd jobs so did that add to yeah. like the struggle that you went yeah. through after so after after i left fit i um i had no taste for uh drawing okay i i was sick about it you know it just was like well i'm gonna freelance around the city or and I went, I actually went into a job interview and happened to be sitting right next to a teacher of mine <laughs> wow. for the same. Yeah. Wow. But like, but that, but that's the art world in mm-hmm. New York city. And that's, um, and, and specifically Manhattan mm-hmm. and yeah. with fashion illustration, these things are, you know, it's, uh, incestuous is not the right word, but it's really mm-hmm. insular. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, everyone, everyone knows each other. Yeah. Yeah. You're definitely going to be either interviewing with a teacher that you had or, you know, you know, whatever the case. But wow. so what, what, what but, year um, was this? What, 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 uh, this was well, this was right after September 11th. Oh, wow. Wow. So this was maybe 2002 mm-hmm. when I was done with FIT. And then I just I also was exhausted and I probably mm-hmm. had a little PTSD from September 11th. And so yeah. I I went back to dad's house in Brentwood mm-hmm. and mm-hmm just started like working and working wow, so you, like you the weirdest jobs yeah yeah how, how old are you when someone this so i was 22 uh, yeah so i was young maybe i, I was 19 maybe when wow. it happened 20 wow that's yeah. 2001 i was 19 yeah mm-hmm. so um so 2002 i went back home to to dad's and i just started working i worked at Home Depot. I worked at Best Buy. I worked <laughs> oh, at man. like. Oh, the the, the I, Best Buy that was the that was the old Pathmark. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I worked at that liquor store next to it. They had that liquor <laughs> store. I worked at that I, liquor yes. store. <laughs> I wasn't there long. I wasn't at I wasn't at Best Buy too long because mm-hmm. that was a terrible job. But then I went to work at um, Home Depot Expo. Okay. Which was like a higher end Home Depot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just like, just like, I, when I think back on it, it's like, what the hell was I doing? <laughs> Trying to survive, man. <laughs> I know. I worked at Sears. I worked at that Sears, um, the repair shop over on Motor Parkway. Wow. I was there for a long, a long time too. But you know, at a certain point, I was like, I got to do something else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was bouncing around. I was like, 
living on Staten Island. <laughs> oh, what was that about? Okay. <laughs> the... <laughs> That's a long story. All right. We're That's have to a go long there. story. All right. It's all good. It's right. All good. <laughs> right. So I was... <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. So I was living there and then I was working in the city and I went back to FIT because I, I didn't graduate. So I went back mm-hmm. to FIT and... Uh, at that point, things were changing. Now everything was switching over to, you know, digital works. Yep, and yep. E- even like, I mean, hand drawing fashion illustration would have been unheard of at that wow. period of time. It's making a renaissance now, but like mm-hmm. the way that I draw and the meticulous way that I obsess over things, it, it just was not going to be lucrative or mm-hmm even beneficial for me. So then I went, I went to Hunter college. Oh, cool. And I, that's when I started working at the Met. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So like, how did you, yeah. yeah, Cause I was, I mentioned before, like that was like my dream job. Like I always wanted to be like a curator (laughs) Yeah, I was looking into doing it. Um, but, um, yeah, you know, I, you know, I (laughs) ended up becoming a teacher, but, uh, yeah. It's a hard job to get, you know? So Mm -hmm. yeah. So how did that, how did that, you know? Uh, well, I went to Hunter and, I was taking an art history course. I hadn't declared a major yet, but um, I was taking an art history course and I had to go to the museum. Mm-hmm. And uh, I loved being in the museum so much. And I asked about jobs there mm-hmm. and I, and that's, it snowballed like wow. so many other things in my life. It just kind <laughs> of like, I fell into it quite honestly like for real fell wow. into it wow. and uh i was there for six years yeah wow i think uh, yeah i think when i went back this so this is when, this is probably like 2008 yeah, that, yeah 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 i think i went back and um i think we we think we did we meet or like lee lee <laughs> ivans yeah he came yeah. to the museum at yeah. one point yeah yeah lee ivans yeah yeah he was like oh amber works i was like oh dope man and then you know yeah, That's I brought so cool. him to the front of a line. Where what it was some exhibit. Oh no, you know what happened? Well, I think he was on a date. Yes, yeah, he was on a date. <laughs> and, yeah. He right. Date. And I got him tickets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he still he still talks about that. It's so so funny. Yo, she hooked me up, man. He, he felt so cool. Clutch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. He came through Clutch. the brunt gotta keep it Brentwood, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome. So you did, did yeah. that for six years. So were you I was there for six years. Were you um, studying and working there or you, or? Yeah. Um, okay. Well, so I was, I declared um, my major mm-hmm. for my bachelor's for, um, at Hunter mm-hmm. and I was studying art history. I had a particular focus um, in Rococo art or an interest in Rococo art. Um, oh, what's that? I don't, I'm not familiar with that. So Rococo came after the Baroque period in art okay. history. When you, when, do you know the, do you know the painting, The Swing? I believe that's Fragonard. But it, it's these kind of lofty, large canvases. Think of Marie Antoinette type okay. of period. Uh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, okay. cherubs, things like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I was studying and working there, and I was working at the main desk mm-hmm. at the museum and working with a lot of interns and volunteers and things like that. And uh, it, it was a beautiful space to work in. I was dating somebody um, that also worked there. So, you know, had a real kind of easy, um, not easy, not easy by any means, but. (laughs) Like, uh, what is it called? A low mate, low mate, like low, just kind of, yeah, yeah, I get get what you mean. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> you don't have to like commute far away or drive. Right, if, exactly. Yeah, it yeah. was just like, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, living and working within 20 blocks was very, real nice. It was super, mm-hmm. it was super nice. And the museum, like I said, it's, it was a beautiful space to work in. Mm-hmm. Um, just walking in there every day and, you know, having yeah, access I mean, to things that other people probably would never have access to. Yeah, I mean, it's one of, you know, it's world renowned, like, you know, one of the world, mm-hmm. you know, like, um, that's one thing I really enjoy doing when I travel um, is I always like going to museums. I don't know why, but uh, mm-hmm. I just like art. I'm, I don't know, you yeah. know, I'm not good at it, but, you know, I can draw characters and stuff, but um, I just mm-hmm. really enjoy um thinking like yo somebody painted this 300 years ago when like if you cut your arm you die because they didn't have right. antibiotics you know and like how right. <laughs> so Amazing. I always, yeah yeah and um yeah i always you know try to get in in, in the, the the headspace or, or the time you know like wow yeah. like man if because if i lived back then i you know i wouldn't i'd, I'd be like the lowest common denominator <laughs> i'd be like right. a I don't know, a, a, I don't know, some kind of cobbler or <laughs> I wouldn't have the imagination. Blacksmith. To, yeah, blacksmith. Yeah, just give me Something. a hammer and some, some, you know, metal. That takes yeah. a lot of skill, though, too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely, definitely. But like just to like think about three dimensional space and then, you know, shadow. Like I still can't yeah. shade. I watched a ton of YouTube videos <laughs> and, and the cross hatching. I'm like, man, I can't get this light stuff down. I, you know, it's, it's um, yeah. You know, drawing is difficult, painting is difficult, but yeah. I think that mo- most people, um, when they visit museums, they find that the art is more accessible than they thought it w- mm-hmm. was going to be, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, in that case, I love when people, I love when kids come to the museum and, you know, they see something for the first time. It's like when I saw, I had no appreciation for Van Gogh, mm-hmm. and I'm oh, talking okay. none. I, and I that's saw him a, last year, actually, or oh, two years ago, yeah. And I was so ashamed when I stood in front of Starry Night for the first time, like, wow, I'm an asshole. Like that I <laughs> I used to talk so much shit about Van Gogh, but like, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, it's but amazing. Yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah. I think he put most out a people lot of would, work. I, he did. I, I didn't know that. Prolific. Yeah. yeah. Prolific. I went with my wife. Something, yeah, and we saw my and we just walked around. I was like, damn, he did a lot. Like he was he was yeah. a busy dude for being like a poor, poor guy, like suffering. Man crazy anyway, yeah, sorry yeah. suffering <laughs> something i love about van gogh are his letters to his brother uh theo mm-hmm. there's a whole book of letters and like their relationship is su- was super beautiful and super um he was always really supportive of van gogh and his mania mm-hmm. which i i always appreciate and think about that when mm-hmm. i look at van gogh's work i always think about his brother you know wow. Yeah, I didn't know what he must that. have been going through because the brother was a broker an art broker uh-huh. but couldn't sell any of his work what a shame wow, wow. yeah because he blew up after he passed away yeah that's yeah that's I, not... I, I really like his um he did like some paintings of like the uh the farmers like the you know like the the, the you know the proletarian i don't know what the, mm. the yeah and it's like you know like boots and mm-hmm. you know like them eating you know like potatoes or something for dinner and stuff right and yeah i really like those because once again like that's what i love about like these older pieces is like yo that was life back then you know these you did you know this, there's no pictures or video but we yeah. have these kinds of images through people's minds and, and what they chose right. to express um, and the way that they saw that saw yeah. it as well yeah because yeah. they found beauty that's a great thing too finding beauty in in the kind of struggle that 
was every single day、mm-hmm. you know it、mm-hmm. must have been hard every single day、yeah. for van gogh especially that mental torture without any help what、mm-hmm. a shame yeah yeah、uh, exactly all right cool and then he, he got he got big into like um japanese ink um uh block paintings and stuff too right、mm-hmm. some orient,、yeah. uh, oriental style um yeah that was really yeah Yeah, like, yeah. I, I, after going to that exhibit, I, I definitely have a, I had an appreciation for him as well.、Mm-hmm. Um, right, awesome. All right, cool. Yo, so thank you so much for standing. I think we're talking for like half an hour.、Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And、um, so, okay. So let's,、uh, okay. So you, you, you know, did FIT, you know,、uh-huh. you, you tried your hand in the art world, you know,、right. wasn't feeling it, went back to Long Island, you know. Did your thing there? Works something happened in Staten Island, you know, did that. <laughs> Then you ended up in、uh, Hunter College,、um, right? Which is, and a, I I, grad, I really, yeah. yeah, you graduated, and then you're working at the Met, the fucking Met,、right. like wow, like yeah, it's、on. a real New York institution.、Yeah. Um, but so I was there for a year after I graduated.、Mm-hmm. And I just, it was just like the thing about they like to say about the Met is, you know, people die on that floor. Like people don't leave their jobs at the Met.、Mm-hmm. You would be a, crazy to leave. If you had a good job at the Met, you would be crazy to leave.、Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I was finding no upward mobility.、Mm-hmm. I, I was just kind of like leveling out.、Mm-hmm. So、um, I, had, I had to go or else I would have never left. It was like now or never. Wow.、Um, so that's so, like hats off to you. Like, that's not、yeah. easy to do. I'm, I'm sure people are like,、no. uh, what, what, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because、wow. it was like, because it was crazy. And then I, and then I went to work for、um, a conservator and they、um, so、actually,、that? he was、what's、a framer. So, so he, exactly,、yeah. he did a lot of conservation for、um, contemporary artists、mm-hmm. in the gallery scene around,、um, around Manhattan and Chelsea、mm-hmm. and Brooklyn and stuff like that. And, you know, he, That was an interesting job. I, how long was I there? Maybe I wasn't there long, maybe a year. Okay. Maybe, but,、um, but yeah, that was an interesting experience. But by then, I was just completely like, I was just burnt out on art、mm-hmm. and, this, and the gallery scene. And it was, it, it was like, it was never ending. You know, it was、yeah. like constant shows and, and, uh, You know, New York is a hard place to live if you can't live the way that you want to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, it can be very frustrating. It can be, you know, soul crushing. It's、yeah. like, okay, all I do is work, commute, you know,、mm-hmm. <laughs> you go out one night on the weekend and then do it all again, you know,、yeah. the next day. And, so, like, and, you, and you regret going out because you spent, like, you know, more than you yeah, wanted, right? Exactly, yeah. exactly. So, so, yeah, so then. You know, I was in a relationship that was ending, and and I just picked up and I I, I called,、um, we call her our stepmom, but do you you remember Yolanda? Yeah, remember, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 She so, lived with you guys in, in the, in, on Taft. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember. So, yeah, she was great. Yeah, yeah. She's great. She's an amazing lady. And so I called her and I said, I'm、so、she was back in、time. Europe, right? She was back in yeah, Europe at that time. Yeah, she is from the Netherlands. Yeah. That's right. That's right.、Yeah. So she lives in a, in a town called Neerbeek, which is south of Amsterdam,、mm-hmm. about three, four hours south of Amsterdam, closer to,、um, closer to Germany, Brussels, and,、mm-hmm. and that type of area. So I said, I'm having a hard time. Do you mind if I come and stay with you? And she was like, Yeah, the door is open. Wow. Come on. 
because because wow, I couldn't go home. So I was cool. like, yeah, at that point, it was like, you know, my dad was not going to be no, about a breakup. He, you know, mm-hmm. it was like, <laughs> like, what's going on? Here? It was like, yeah, he was like, let's just get it together. You'll be all right. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, suck yeah. it up, Chuck. You yeah, know, miss, but miss, so, miss, Mr. Johnson, man. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> so I needed a little bit of coddling. And so mm-hmm. um, and so I got on a plane and I left wow. and I didn't think I would come back. Wow. Yeah, I didn't think I would come back. I was yeah. getting all the paperwork together to like move. But um Yeah, so this was This is actually 2014, 2014. Late late 2014, early okay. 2015. Something like no, maybe 2015. Okay. Um Yeah, but I was there for I was there for a while, maybe 6 to 9 months. Mm-hmm. Just traveling and uh spending time with Yolanda, which I needed to do. Mm-hmm. And, ha- you know, I love, I love the Netherlands. I love all of Europe mostly, but, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so I was traveling and then it was time to come home. I was coming mm-hmm. home for Thanksgiving anyway. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's crazy. So I came home on for Thanksgiving and the day after I had to have emergency surgery. Oh. Yeah, that was nuts. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so then I was I was out of commission for like 3 weeks. Wow. That man. Timing. Life is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Life is crazy. Wow. That's, that's, um, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I remember. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was nuts and then It happened to be like the winter time and so i said okay now let me just relax because i've been through a lot you know the last few years so i was like let me sit my ass down and chill out so Mm -hmm. you know i got to spend a lot of quality time with matt and just Mm -hmm. like draw i was back to drawing Mm -hmm. again um and just healing up and stuff like that and then i thought well i think i'm ready to go back to europe wow and i was looking for work and And Matt and I were just sitting around and I was like, you know, it would be crazy if I became a flight attendant. <laughs> <laughs> so like, it just popped in your head? Yeah. Well, I had actually threatened a boyfriend. Like, you know what I'm going to do? Really? <laughs> maybe okay. Like okay. Two, maybe like two years before then, I was yeah. like, you know, I'm going to do that one day. Yeah. And uh, he was like, you would hate that. And I was like, yeah, well, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought about it again. And then Matt and I happened to be sitting around mm-hmm. and uh, imbibing. And I said, <laughs> <laughs> I said, let me go look for the, see if anybody's hiring. And sure enough, wow. uh, the company I would come to work for, which I probably shouldn't say who it is. I, mm-hmm. I'm a mainline flight attendant, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. but um, I work for a major airline. So wow. I went on their website and I applied. And again, it's it just kind of snowballed. Wow. And then, because like you speak Italian, right? I do. I speak, I speak, I have a working knowledge of Italian. I would okay. never say I'm fluent by any okay. means. But okay. honestly, I, I never needed it um, mm-hmm. to work the job that I have right really? now. Really? Okay. Okay. I never needed it. I mean, it came in handy when I was interviewing and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But, um, but no, I... I don't, I'm, no, I rarely ever use it. I don't think wow. I've spoke conversationally in Italian for at least three years. Wow. wow. Um, <laughs> I would think it's yeah, more it would of like, a, yeah, but you know, those roots, 
Mm-hmm. Italy is hard for me to hold. It's mm-hmm. it goes kind of senior, meaning um, more senior flight attendants bid for those types of routes: Rome, okay. Milan, mm-hmm. um, you know, places so, like that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, and, yeah, but anyway, yeah. yeah, yeah. So and yeah, so you just applied and and <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it, I did a video interview. They sent they sent me a ticket to Atlanta to do like a group interview. And I Mm -hmm. thought there's no, I have no chance of getting this job. Mm -hmm. I don't have the disposition. I'm incredibly shy. (laughs) I'm really super awkward, like in group settings. I didn't speak at all. Like in the, it it was like one of those serious group interviews, Mm -hmm. you know, where it's like really hella serious. Yeah. yeah. And I have, I offended one of the um, interviewers. I made a joke about the Cowboys. I mean, because, you know, we're Giants fans. Yeah, so I made yeah. a joke about the Cowboys. <laughs> and he did not like it. Oh, man. Cowboy fans, whatever. Whatever. Get out of here. <laughs> right? Oh, so I was like, there's no chance. I, I There's no way I got this job. Mm-hmm. There were people in there who are legacies, which means, like, their fathers are pilots for this mm. company. Their mothers mm. are flight attendants. You know, yeah. like, so... Yeah, when I went into like the general interview, um, it was you get interviewed by a flight attendant, like a working flight attendant mm-hmm. and someone from HR. Mm-hmm. And they ask you a series of questions and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I thought they hate me like there's no way <laughs> as I'm walking out. The lady who, in- who was in the room with me, she says to me, she, she pulls me aside. She's like, hey, everybody loves you go in this next interview and just like sparkle because everybody really likes you here and I'm rooting for you. And I was like, oh, wow. Wow. I was like, wow. But even when, because only four of us got hired that day in a room full of like 25 people. It's it's one of the hardest jobs to, yeah, it's one of the hardest jobs to get an offer on. Yeah. I mean, when you get the offer that day, you get drug tested that day. Like wow. it's okay. like, no joke. Yeah. Yeah. So when they called my name, I was sitting in the front of the room and I, I looked around. So I said, I'm thinking surely there's another Amber in here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And uh, the lead flight attendant, this guy, he's like, bitch, if you don't get up here, like, <laughs> get up here but wow how did that feel like um you know because you you kind of had a little bit of a you had a little bit of a a, a, like you know you got a little bit of a hookup prior right because that that lady mentioned it to you right yeah yeah, she was like and then afterwards she was like we liked you right off the bat she's like as soon as you walked in the room and i was thinking like how how Mm -hmm. How is this possible? That there were girls with, in there. That, 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 that brunt with swag, man. I know, you. man. I know. Just <laughs> I had to fool myself into thinking I deserved the job because <laughs> I thought there's no way. There's no way. But so, yeah, were you saying some of these, some of the other other applicants? Yeah. Yeah, they were in the, you know, they were flight. They looked like flight attendants. You mm-hmm. just, I mean, the red lip, the, mm-hmm. You know what you think about when you think of mm-hmm. flight attendant, yeah. and man, I was n- not that <laughs> at all. <laughs> wow. uh, just an awkward giggling mess, but <laughs> I got the job. 
and uh, and then they sent us away for seven weeks of training. Mm-hmm. So what's the training and like? I mean, obviously, you know, safety. Um, it's rigorous. It's really. It's rigorous. It's one of the hardest things I've ever had to do in my life. Like, really? Harder than getting papers thrown in your face? It was, hard, it was harder than that. If you can imagine, wow. I cried I cried almost nightly about it. Wow. Okay. Because it's the stress of it all. You know, you're. they put you in very stressful emergency situations. Mm-hmm. You know, we're in mock-ups with the, you know, the plane shaking and mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. lights are off. You have to evacuate this plane. You have to, like, jump in a pool of water. You have mm-hmm. to save someone's life. You have to, you know, there were things that I never would know how to do. Mm-hmm. Um, oxygen tanks, you know, fire oh extinguishers. It's, it's okay. crazy. It's you know, they fill the, the cabin with smoke. You have to know exactly what to do. They, you know, terrorist wow. threats, how to yeah, protect yeah. the cockpit, things like that. Um, and, and it's seven weeks of that. And it's no joke. And yeah. on top of that, you have to look like a flight attendant while mm-hmm. doing it. So you have to be presentable. You have to be firm. You have to be um, amiable also. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, and also I'm trained on the entire fleet. So. I'm trained on every aircraft from a triple seven all the way down to an A220. I, yeah, I, I can I evacuate these is, planes. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah I, I believe you. <laughs> it's a lot of planes that I'm, yeah. I'm qualified to evacuate in under 90 seconds, probably less than that. But, wow. um, so, but yeah. Wow. So that's really interesting. You know, I think, you know, a lot of, even myself included, um, you know, a lot of people, you know, just don't, don't realize you know, how, you know, how much goes into being a flight attendant because there's a psychological thing because flying is scary, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And you also need to be very assertive if there's, you know, some problem uh, or some, you know, some some disturbance, mm-hmm. I guess, right? So you have to know yeah. and have that confidence to, you know, deal with these situations. So you kind of, it's a balancing act, I'm guessing, right? Then, you, it, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Very much you have to get into a, a headspace you know Mm -hmm. to do it and it takes a it it can be very draining but um also rewarding but but yeah there's a lot that goes into it and airlines are very good at at making people comfortable with flight attendants because you do want to be comfortable you want you want to make sure that the cabin is um a safe space Mm -hmm. you know and also an enjoyable experience yeah and it's necessary to do that people need to be um, comforted in that way yeah as soon as they cross the threshold onto my air onto an aircraft you know mm-hmm. yeah I think especially is, yeah go on sorry no go ahead oh no i was just gonna say this it's kind of i, I kind of sense some similarities of being like a, a teacher as well like mm-hmm. you're trying to accommodate a group of people you know obviously the flight attendant has much more response nobody's gonna mm-hmm. you know fucking have to jump in a, in the ocean <laughs> in my classroom but yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, like just you know, managing a group of people, making sure everybody's yeah. needs are met, you know, being yeah. aware, right? Um, but of course, you know, that's what you do is like times, you know, ten thousand. <laughs> but yeah. um, that's so cool. Um, yeah, I was just gonna say, like, I I've always had good experiences with flight attendants. Like the first time I went in a plane was to see Lee in in uh in England, right? Um, mm-hmm. And man, I never had a passport. Like I got my passport, I didn't know what the I didn't. Cause I was, <laughs> But this is, you know, man, I was so scared. And, um, you know, I was just honest, man. I was like, yo, 
like you know this was right <laughs> after 9-11 too Oh, um, yeah. I was like, yo, uh, and you know, the, it was, I think it was like a dude, a flight attendant. And I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, man. I'm mad scared. And, um, <laughs> and yeah, they, they just got me wasted. They just, yes. they kept giving me drinks. And um, I'm Facts. like, I, I used, uh, it's like, I'm as if, how much does it cost? Like, nah, man, it's international. I don't know if they still do that these days, but yeah. um, it was international. So yeah, man, just go at it, man. And yeah, I was just talking to them, you know, they, obviously they had to work, but um, yeah, I was like, mm-hmm. yo, you know. This is cool, and then um, and I I got so drunk though, um, I, I, on my um, I, I, there was a movie Amelie, that, that uh-huh. the French movie, and I started crying at the tearing up at the end. I'm like, I'm Aww. getting too drunk for this man. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, you okay? It's like, nah, it's just the movie, man. It's the movie. <laughs> it's, it's a hit home, man. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, I've always had good experiences. Like um, one time this uh, this 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 couple took my seat, and uh. <laughs> And like it was obviously my my seat, and and um I was just like, yo, um you know, there's a misunderstanding, and they were like they were gonna move, but I it, it looked like um it was gonna be an issue, so I just told the flight attendant, um I was just like, yo, it's it's cool, it's cool, like just I'll sit anywhere, I, I don't want to, yeah, I was just like, I want your job Aww, to be easy, and the lady was just like, she nah. just loved me from there, man, like she was like, yo, <laughs> I got you, like she she put me in like so like in an area where there's nobody sitting i don't know why, why it was empty but she was like okay you can sit here and this like yeah once again it's like oh you want some extra food i'm like oh yeah oh uh, i love passengers <laughs> like that too i love i love when passengers try to make my job easier yeah yeah man so i've always ever you know ever since then i my, my my goal though is to is to get lucky and get a first class seat somehow that's like my, my, oh, my man. dream goal yeah. ask matt about it Oh, Matt oh, got he... Delta One. We were going. Where are we going to Nice? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah. But Matt always gets first class, though. He really? always gets first class. One time oh, we were going man. to New Orleans. He sat right, right. Of course, Matt would get first class, yeah, right? Yeah. But he was sitting next to Michael Bolton. We were going to New Orleans. What? <laughs> yeah, and I, I said, okay, meet me in the airport. He gets off the plane, sunglasses on, like a movie star. <laughs> He said, you'll never guess, like, I just sat next to Michael Bolton. I said, you're a lie. Sure enough, Michael Bolton comes off the plane. Jesus Says goodbye to this man. What? (laughs) What kind of luck? That's that's Matt's luck, That's Matt's luck, right? And so we were were going to Nice. He got Delta One. He's sitting in front of Wiz Khalifa. (laughs) No way. I promise he had a better seat than Wiz Khalifa. I can't. (laughs) That's Matt's, yo, man. It, it, it oh, is. Man, I love that it's guy. sure enough, Matthew's luck. <laughs> me, they put me in the back of the plane. Anywhere oh my I'm goodness. going. Oh man. I... <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. It's nuts. Oh it's man. crazy. Oh, cool, man. Yeah. Yo, man. Uh, thank you so much for sharing so much yeah. just about um, your experience and stuff. We've talked for almost over an hour. Um, oh wow! Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay so um so so yeah so your your flight attendant you you did it yes. and how, how how long ago was this this was like what three years ago no i just hit my five-year mark five years Wait, you know how 2021 time i forgot it's crazy <laughs> it's crazy five years i just hit the mark wow so like how i know that you mentioned earlier about like you know the met and reaching that mm-hmm. plateau 
and you yeah. know you want to continuous continuously grow and you know yeah. um so yeah what what kind of other opportunities are there for you in this line of work you know is this something that yeah. you want to pr- pursue longer like um do you want is like is there like a flight attendant training stuff as well that you that you can get um, into yeah you know i can be a trainer that mm-hmm. comes with a certain level of other responsibility okay. in that case i would have to deal with a lot of managers and mm-hmm. and paperwork and stuff mm-hmm. like that the way that i work now is is perfect for me because okay. you know i fly six days on i have six days off mm-hmm. or you know i I have my schedule though I'm hitting a sweet spot where I have my schedule kind of the way that I like it. Okay. Um but you know for me I can't think too far ahead but mm-hmm. probably I will go into I'm thinking brand ambassadorship maybe What's um, that? I don't, I don't know what that is. Oh, a brand ambassador they do events for the company. I show up I look like a flight attendant for mm-hmm. you know at a at a dinner party you know things like that but mm-hmm. okay um it's like sales but I don't almost know. a little bit right like sales yeah, yeah. Okay. but I, you know I don't I don't know I like being a flight attendant mm-hmm. I I I also fly lead a lot okay. um which that means is, yeah. yeah that means I'm in the front of the plane for mm-hmm. you know like I don't <laughs> you're not like picking up bags and no I do with, pick up okay, okay. I do the, the, the peasants in there. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I do trash, but it also means I have I have a a leadership role on the plane, which okay. we're all qualified to be to fly lead. But okay. some people don't like to do it. I I do because you know I get to say I get to set the tone in the mm-hmm. cabin, which is nice for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I'm I'm also reaching a little bit of a burnout stage. Okay, but that, that's probably because of 2020 and what yeah. what all went on and yeah with covid and stuff yeah that's right yeah so just trying to regain my footing with the job and the company and commuting but i'm i'm thinking about making a move to la oh towards okay. the end of the year i'll probably okay. change my base to la um Let's see how to, the to, west to coast Japan? feels <laughs> <laughs> you, you've been out here a few times right yeah, you know, yeah. I did Narita maybe four times. I've okay. I've flown Narita. Mm-hmm. I think we just started going back to Nagoya. Okay. okay. We might have just restarted flying there, but you know, with COVID, everything is so yeah, it's different fun. now, mm-hmm. and uh, fl- even flying is so different. Mm-hmm. now the the most coveted one of the most coveted routes is like la flying because you can get the most hours in. you can fly coast to coast mm-hmm. you know okay. so but but yeah i don't know i don't know what the future holds we'll see okay. if i i don't fall into something else cr- crazier yeah, something else might snowball yeah well i mean <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i don't know that's I don't so know. Cool. I don't think it gets much crazier. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, wow. Like what 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 an adventure, you know. From yeah. uh, you know, yeah, from taking, you know, classes at FIT, you know, <laughs> to to this, you know, like a lot, a lot of um, you know, experience. I mean, and I guess, you know, you know, it just all kind of fit in some way. It all kind of yeah. led up to this, right? Yeah, very much so. When if I think back on all of it, yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. Um, mm-hmm. So so yeah. So I guess um, 
you know, I guess we can start wrapping up. But I would just like, okay. um, as I mentioned a little bit before, like a lot of my students actually want to be flight attendants. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So like, I, you know, I, I teach in Japan, teach university students uh, in, in Japan. And um, yeah. So like, do you do you have any Japanese co-workers? Do you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like, you know, have they, you know, talked about how they got a job in in the States because you work in the yeah. States? Um, so, so yeah, if, if you have any adva- advice as well, yeah, yeah. Well, I do have a lot of Japanese co-workers, a lot of speakers. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of them, though, um, have been here for, for a long time. Okay. Um, I would say that if you're interested, um, I'm not familiar with visa paperwork or anything mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. but if you go, if you want to be a mainline flight attendant, you have to, you know, look up mainline you know major mm-hmm. airlines and whether they're hiring I, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say i wouldn't say now is the best time to even yeah. think about choosing yeah, the them, career yeah they, they a lot of them can't yeah they, they, yeah they're looking for different things but um yeah which is unfortunate mm-hmm. yeah. but there are a lot of speaker positions open and i do think that even in japan you can you can work at the main desks or you know yeah, the ground staff guest services and yeah. stuff like that and and work your way up even here in the states a lot of people start in ground services or or you know checking people in and stuff like that mm-hmm. um and work their way up even towards management um, okay a lot of them come from the ramp and and places like that so wow. i mean get in where you fit in if you can get in on the ground floor and and ask questions of of the flight attendants and stuff like that, mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. that's another angle to, to get into, you know, even working remotely, you can do that with mm-hmm. my company. So, wow. um, but it, it's a beautiful career to have. If you can get it, it's a difficult job though. Mm-hmm. You have to be prepared to be alone most of the time. Mm. Um, and you have to be prepared to be ready to go at a moment's notice. Yeah. Um, there are other difficult aspects of it, but all in all, it's a rewarding career and it's a beautiful job to have. And I'm grateful to my company also, mm-hmm. but, but yeah. All right, cool. Um, yeah. Thanks so much. So I asked all my, my, my guests this, uh, so can you speak, uh, any other languages, even a few words other than English? Uh, if so, yeah. please share. Yo parlo poco italiano. <laughs> <laughs> Very badly. (laughs) (laughs) At this point, it's more of a party trick. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I speak a little bit of Italian. That's cool. Cool. Um, All right. Awesome. Well, yo, Amber, um, I really appreciate it. It's been so nice to catch up with you and to get to get to know know you a little bit better. And um, and yeah, like, you know, especially when when COVID dies down and you do end up in L.A. and you do get to, you know, come to Japan, like it would be great to to to, to, to link up and yeah, of and, course, and, it, man. And, and try to get Matt to uh, to come too, And uh, maybe he'll get another first class. Uh, he'll definitely get first class. <laughs> It's definitely what, which celebrity be. will it be this time? Who, know. who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Only the stars can tell. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yo. But, yo, thanks so much. And thank you for being a hero that I call by their first name. Oh, man. Thanks for having me, Phil. This was a lot of fun. Yeah.